Hey guys, it is the Spark Jada Stone, and you're watching the OVW podcast, and you better tune in because I'm here. Get it? Got it? Good. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. I'm Jack Oaks, joined today, as always, by my co-host, Brian Hines. Hey folks, how are you? It is a Thursday in the feed today. We are joined, uh, usually on Thursdays we have a special guest. We have a very special guest today. One half of the OVW Tag Team uh, Champions. Former OVW Heavyweight Champion. Am I missing anything there? Uh, hardest for- chop in the world? Yeah, yeah. Hardest chop in the world. Former OVW National Heavyweight Champion. Okay. So, cash flow. Um... How you guys doing? <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for having time for us today. I see you talking awfully nice to me, Brian. Are you sure you don't want me to chop you? At some point, maybe, but today is not that day. Oh, I'm now, so... other Brian, maybe. I can't speak for him, but I'll, I'll speak for myself. <laughs> yeah, he's got an awful big chest to chop. That's fun, though. That's true. A lot of real estate. Hey, cash mash. With, with, since we're on the topic of chops, you are known for your chops. You're a great wrestler, uh, you know, in general. But you have you. this this special skill. <laughs> where okay. did you where did you uh, where did you learn to chop? Where like what did when did you realize you were good at chopping? Uh, what is good at chopping? I mean, I I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been doing it a long time. Lots of practice, Jackman. Lots, Lots of practice. Of practice. <laughs> um, practice makes perfect. You know, that's why I teach here. I Amen try to get to these that. guys practice. You how know? how long have you been in the wrestling industry? Um, I broke into professional wrestling in 1997. Do you remember wow. where you your first match was? Uh, I do, and I remember who my first match was. I will never forget it because he beat the holy crap out of me. Oh, no. <laughs> where, where was it and who was it? Uh, yeah, I don't like to talk about it too much, but everybody has a beginning, so I'll go ahead and throw it out there. I got my start at IWA Mid-South. Um, Back in the in the heat of the ECW days, mm-hmm. where hardcore wrestling was all the rave, it was new, it was fresh. Everybody wanted to see blood and guts, and guess what? That's where I started. I was the first student there at IWA Mid South, and that's where I cut my teeth at, literally. So, so you you mentioned kind of EC, the the ECW boom. IWA was notorious for death matches. Absolutely. Were you? Did you have any interest in death matches before you broke into the professional wrestling industry at IWA? Or um, no, not really. Um, you know, I was a I was mainly a, a, a mid south guy, and they credit mm-hmm. yeah uh, mid south wrestling, you know, southern wrestling with with you know doing a lot of the the hardcore type matches you know the concession stand brawl you know using all kinds of of different weapons and stuff like that you know other than japan mid-south was you know really big on that type of thing so i knew you know about that type of stuff but i didn't realize you know other than watching you know a little bit of paul Heyman's stuff Mm -hmm. i didn't realize that there was an actual this is what you're going to do. We have what we call four corners of pain. You're going to have cactuses in this corner and, and rubbing alcohol in this corner. And we're going to have light tubes and we're going to put you through this big screen TV. You know, I didn't realize all that stuff existed <laughs> until my feet were in the door and, you know, hey, why not show how tough I am? Sure. You know, it is wrestling. It's all about tough guys, right? When when you're coming up and you're a younger guy and you're, you're inexperienced, is, is there a chip on your shoulder to show how tough you are? 
there was always a chip, there was always a chip on my shoulder during that time. I I was a different person mm-hmm. in that time. Of course, everybody's a different person. I've been wrestling almost twenty seven years. There's nobody in the world, no matter what they do, that they can say that twenty seven years ago they weren't a different person. Yes, I was a very different person. I was aggravated all the time. Um, I I always wanted to prove that that I was the toughest guy around. I was the most athletic guy around. I was the guy that 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 needed to be on top and wanted to do all the things. And if I wasn't the guy, I would make sure that I had my hand in in making myself the guy. So, you know, I I yeah, I, I was I was a different guy back then. Where uh, where do you think that chip on your shoulder came from? Mm, honestly, it was probably nerves. You know, I was around a bunch of people. You know, my wife always tells me I'm a neurodivergent type of individual, you know, and I may have a little bit of that in me. I I, I didn't know anybody, you know, being around everybody made me always a little skittish. Mm-hmm. So I needed to get into the mix. Well, guess what? I was coming to be a professional wrestler. What did I know of professional wrestlers? I knew Wahoo McDaniel. I knew Manny Fernandez, all extremely tough guys, Bruiser Raging Brody. And, and I felt like I needed to be a tough guy. So guess what? I was going to be the toughest guy around. Can you compare um, the way you felt at that time versus the way you feel now in OVW? Uh, I finally, after so many years, realized what professional wrestling really was. Um, or what professional wrestling – I mean, it's it's professional wrestling is the same that it's always been. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, there comes a time where being this – as opposed to being what you were in the, you know, it's all in levels. Mm-hmm. It's all in stages. You know, you have certain stages of, of, of a professional wrestling career. Um, I, I'm not what, say, a cow hero is now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't look at things the same way that, that he would look at in, in his stage in his career. Right. Uh, and it just, over time, you develop an, an ease about what it is that you do. And, you know, you're not so gung-ho about things right. you know you 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 try to teach yourself to have as much fun as you possibly can have because you know and it's like this in anything in life you never know when it's going to end or when mm-hmm. you know when it's yeah. time to say well all right my time's up well and you you mentioned kind of wanting to be in your younger days be the the top guy be able to do a little bit of everything be mm-hmm. always be in the conversation it seems like now at this stage in your career you are a little bit more comfortable with giving back. You were talking right before this how you teach classes for OVW several times yeah. a week. Um, that is kind of, in my opinion, if if you truly, you know, a lot of guys say they love professional wrestling. This is what they want to do for a living. Um, <clears throat> that is almost, if you, if you are actually that and you actually live and breathe that. See, this rep, pro wrestling is all I do. Everything pro wrestling. I, I don't hold another job. I don't make any money anywhere else. Honestly, I don't. I don't really even have any side gigs right now. You know, right. professional wrestling is is how I make my living. And if you truly are one of those people that, um, that live and breathe that, the natural evolution for you, you know, as as you as you go on, is to give back. You know, um, is to help bring up the younger generation. Help help teach those guys. You know, help. You know, pave the way, mm-hmm. teach the guys, you know, 
help them learn the ropes you know make sure they they don't make try to make the same mistakes that you made right coming up you know that's just a natural evolution if you truly believe in in, in love professional wrestling it's just a natural evolution do you ever look back at your younger days and any lessons that you learned either whether it be particularly from somebody and it's something when you're teaching these guys that are just breaking in something that you want to make sure you instill in them is there one specific in, uh, example of that you know <clears throat> Believe it or not, yeah, I've been around a long time, but, you know, I still learn something new every day, you Mm -hmm. know. Working under Al for the past, you know, seven, eight years or ever how long that, that, you know, I have been. The guy, the guy's a fountain of knowledge. You know, he's he's been at it 40, 50 years. I I don't know, somewhere along those lines. And to be able to to learn stuff from him, you know, and a a lot of those lessons is what I instill in, in these guys. Now, you know, being able to to run the roads, you know, out on the indies like I have aside from OVW, mm-hmm. you know, that is something that I can kind of help navigate with some of these guys. And uh, if they have any questions, you know, I always tell them that I'm accessible, even if, you know, they're six classes in and, and you know, they've already moved on. You mm-hmm. know, I, I still talk to all those guys to this day. I have one guy that just got back from his first tour of Japan Wow. That I that wow. I help train, you know. Of course, he's doing all the death matches and stuff like that. So you know, he would never come here to OVW. But mm-hmm. you know, he's he, he's 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 doing really well for himself, and it's what he wants to do. Give so, him a shout out real quick. Uh, his name is uh, Satu Jin. He does like a <laughs> genie gimmick. You know, he's he's heavy. He he kind of looks Samoan. You know, he's good. He's picked it up. He's done everything he's needed to do, and and I'm super proud of him and his first tour of Japan and. I hope there's many more to come. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other uh, students that you have taught that you're like super proud of right now? Uh, all, all the students sure, that I've sure. taught, they're still running through. Um, they're they're still running through their classes. They're still trying to 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 cut their feet. You know, I only uh, way back I'd only had a couple students that I had trained from then. Satu, he never came from OVW. This was this was uh, a previous thing that I had mm-hmm. did earlier all the students that come through ovw you know they're they're still cutting their they're still cutting their feet there's one guy out there his name's deputy um deputy dyer deputy tyler lee deputy his name he he was doing ovw shows he come through the ovw ranks here um he's out running the roads right now you know he's he's a good kid he's picking it up too so super proud of him so here at Davis Arena, whenever uh, you're getting helped to your chairs or your people are checking tickets or a variety of other things, it's always trainees that yeah, are doing it. Absolutely. Uh, this past Thursday when I came through, uh, the gentleman checking the tickets said, who are you here to see? And I said, oh, pretty much everybody, you know, just which, which is true, which is true yeah. for me. No quicker did I say that. And he goes, Cash, Cash is my teacher. <laughs> it was just very, it was just very, very, it was obvious how proud he was to be here and to be the enthusiasm was there definitely yeah and to be learning from you do you run into that a lot uh i do all all the students are super and i you know i'm not i'm not an easy dude to get along with you Mm -hmm. know i like you know i like to make sure that they learn this stuff right and i'm very pointed and i get heated when they don't but at the same time i think they pick up on the fact that i take what i do seriously and there's a lot of people out there that don't do that. And if they pick up on it and they see that the guy that, that's trying to break them in and, and help coach them, if I take it seriously, then they understand that, that they need to take it seriously because 
if you don't take it seriously, professional wrestling is one of them things that you are going to get back exactly what you put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, they pay the money to come here. They say that this is what they want to do. Well, if this is what you want to do, then this is how you have to be. Right. And I think they, they picked that up for me. And I, I think maybe that does make them – you know, make them proud, make them actually want to be here and, and do what they need to do to, to succeed. So, You mentioned you've been at OVW for eight years. Uh, I've, let's see, I came, I came back on my last stint in 2016. I was actually here, I did about a year and a half in 2009 and 2010. Okay. It was an entirely different ball game. Um, you know, different guys running it. Of course, the original owner was still here, mm-hmm. Danny. Um it, it was just an entirely different ball game. I had come in on an invasion angle. I was working for Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Or <laughs> whoop whoop. Championship <laughs> Wrestling, I think is what it was called then. Um, and I came in with, with Madman Pondo and oh, wow. Too Tough Tony, and we did like an invasion angle for yeah. the clowns. So that and I ended up I ended up outstaying Tony and Pondo. They they went on their way shortly after that, and I ended up staying and doing a little um, a small little program with with a guy they called Beef Wellington. At that time, right now, is I mean, you would know him better as Brad. Um, uh, the guy in the video, Brad, he did a general manager at at WWE. Ah, what is his name, Brad? Oh, I'm not sure. He's the one that got I hung up in o- that. I only watch OVW Cash. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's the one that got hung up in that old video stuff with with Paige and, and oh, that Brad Anderson, Brad something. I I couldn't tell you his name, but I'm familiar with the situation. That, at that time, <laughs> yeah. he had long hair, and that's yeah. who I was feuding with. He was OVW heavyweight champion at that time. So, what's been the biggest change since you've come back? Well, I was in the transition period when I first come back. Al hadn't bought the place. Because he bought it in 2018? Somewhere around there, yeah. yes. And um, wow. he, there was a, a huge transition period. You know, when I come back, I was totally told that, that we're not going to be able to do anything with you. You know, we might use you here and there. You know, it, it was like I was telling you guys earlier. It mm-hmm. was kind of a local show for me. So, you know, on Tuesday, I think Tuesdays or Wednesdays when I was coming through, um, it was just it was something that I would show up and add, you know Adam would say well maybe we'll use you tonight maybe not and Josh Ashcraft had the idea of putting me in the legacy of brutality. I wanted to ask you about the legacy of brutality. Uh, it, it was a bunch of friends doing a bunch of friend stuff. You know I, I helped train Zoe mm-hmm. um, and Isaiah. It I actually helped Isaiah breaking the business. I didn't necessarily train him, but I worked with him quite a bit when he first broke in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was us three and and Josh, and he asked if I wanted to be in it, and I was like, yeah, I'll come get some time on TV, and, yeah. and you know, I guess the rest is LOB history. Well, and you guys were the most – you guys were loved in here towards the end of the LOB. Yes. You especially. What is what has it been like? And now, I mean, even compared to how much you were loved back then, three, four, five years ago, yeah. Compared to now, what's it like being told, "Oh, we might not have a space for you," uh, to go into kind of being the heart and soul of this place? Um, I mean, it makes me feel good, but that's just a testament of of what I said earlier. You know, you get out what you put in. I've put a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a whole lot of work into making this place. You know, now I'm not the only one, but mm-hmm. I have 
you know, I poured my heart and soul into this place to try and bring it up to where I feel like it needs to be. And, and to see everything that's going on and all the recognition that OVW is getting, you know, that makes me feel pretty good, you know, to, to be a part of that. Because I always said from the very get-go in wrestling, I just wanted to be a part of something great. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys, hey, I want to go wrestle for WWE. I want to go do this. I want to wrestle on the bigger stage. Yeah, I had those aspirations. But at the same time, you know, why do you want to go there? Do you want to go there because you want to be on a national stage? Do you want to go there because of, of all the people? Well, I mean, look at what we have now. We yeah. are a national stage. We have, you know, we're out. We're, we're, we're a national company now. And I, and, I, and I say it to this day, I would much rather come in and be in on the ground floor of something as opposed to going and working for somebody that's already there. I would rather bring something up as opposed to being a part of something and getting lost Amen in the to that. Well, so, and here you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, here here we are. I say that about everybody. Here we are. There was, you know, uh, you know obviously there's the, the big Netflix series, Wrestlers. Yeah. And you, you're kind of, uh, much like you are here at OVW, an emotional centerpiece of that. We yeah. see your family life, your kids. You yeah. have your, your kids' names tattooed Absolutely. on you. You hit the two names every single time you come out to the ring absolutely um there's one i you've been asked about wrestlers i'm sure till you're blue in the face but i wanted to ask about something kind of a little more specific there was a night towards the end of the i'm not going to show you my ass (laughs) no 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 i I, trust me i saw it enough (laughs) Uh, there was a night toward kind of the end of the legacy brutality um after you guys had been kind of started being received as good guys Uh where I've been coming to shows on Saturday nights pretty much every month, uh-huh. and you, for the first night, first time, had your family behind your stand. Uh-huh. And when me and my friends walked in, we said, "Oh, he's going to win the championship tonight." Uh-huh. Because and you you ended up winning the championship tonight, uh-huh. and I had noticed that your kids, your family wasn't weren't here every or at least present out that I noticed them all mm-hmm. the time. How important was was it to have your family there when you won the national championship? Yeah. This would have been 2021. It it it's it that that kind of support is very important. Um, <clears throat> how important was it to see them here that night on my first OVW championship? Because I believe that was my first I, 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 OVW championship. Uh, according to Cage Match, I think it was. <laughs> any <laughs> any accomplishments that that any big time accomplishments that that I can take with me. You know, of course, you know, your family being there is is something that you'll you'll always cherish. Now, whether or not that, you know, we talk about that stuff at home, you know, my wife and, and my kids or whether they even remember that, you know, that's not you know, that's not really the thing. Just as long as as I know the first time I won an OVW championship that, that my wife was there cheering mm-hmm. me on. You know that 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 makes me feel good. That that gives you all the bubble guts inside. It, it really was. Uh, it really was kind of a beautiful moment. I was. Yeah. I remember where I was sitting. I was sitting right over there. Yeah. Sitting right over there, and your your family was here uh-huh. after the end of the match. It was really, really beautiful moment. And like sometimes it can be so easy for people on the outside of wrestling to say, "Oh well, you know, it's this or that or the other." That's that's wrestling. Well, let me you know? let me let me ask you this, Jackman. Do you really think that that I was told ahead of time? That, that I was going to win and to make sure and bring my family? 
I'm gonna. I I assume so, but I have a feeling you're gonna tell me no. That that is that is absolutely not the case. That was uh that was That's a time incredible. I think because at that time, uh, she was coming to more shows uh-huh. and we we weren't doing a whole lot of big numbers as far as people in here and it was a no. big show and she wanted my wife wanted to come and mm-hmm. and watch the show and see me wrestle because she enjoys watching me wrestle and she just happened to say hey it's going to be a good show you know well how about we come out and watch i said yeah it'll be a good show but she also knew i think that was this was that the the was it the chain carnage match i think it was it had to have been in like March or April of that year, so yeah. that sounds about right. So I mean, it, it's just, it, it was a big show, and and quite honestly, at that time, we were still struggling to get you know good numbers yeah. in here and stuff like that. So you know, it was a big show, and she just wanted to come. I had no idea that I was gonna win because, quite honestly, I don't, I I don't, yeah. hey, I, I won't say that. I just <laughs> I don't. I don't know until I get here, you know, what's going on. I mean, it's it's wrestling. We, do, so. I mean, for frame of reference, we told you about a show that you are going to be on that you didn't know was announced just 15 or 20 <laughs> minutes ago. So, yeah, well, yeah it's yeah. not it's not that you don't – you obviously very care about wrestling a lot. Yeah. But, you know, the it seems like some of the minor details, you're like, I know I'm going to be there. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> – well, that is true. Yeah, you all knew about the, the, man, the new Manchester February 23rd coming up. So, yeah. Brian? Gosh, I, at first, I really just want to say thank you so much for making this possible today. No, I'm not chopping you, Brian. No, <laughs> no, not not today at some point, but not today. Uh, it really just means a lot uh, for us to be able to be here and yeah. uh, to be able to sit down and, and talk with you. And uh, um, what was it that got you into wrestling in the first place? Oh man, just, just like anybody. Because I know what it was for me. Yeah, it was you know the advent of WrestleMania right after Hulk Hogan won the title. Uh, for me, it was a little earlier than that. Like I said, I was a Southern wrestling guy, so I enjoyed Florida Championship wrestling. I enjoyed um, Mid South wrestling, Memphis wrestling. Um, I did not start watching Northern wrestling other than Vern Gagne and the AWA. I didn't start watching Northern wrestling until about the age of of raw okay. okay okay in the early 90s you know i was predominantly starcade wc you know world championship wrestling nwa uh southern wrestling florida championship wrestling a little bit of stuff in japan because that's in puerto rico because that's the only place you could find like bruiser brody and stan hansen and, and those guys tearing stuff up so you know i was a big dusty and wahoo and, and manny fernandez you know I, I was huge fans of those guys you know michael hayes and the mm-hmm. Freebirds and you know yes i just uh yeah <laughs> you know i was just i was a southern wrestling fan and and you know northern wrestling just didn't do it for me until a, you know till the spectacle of right. of, of so raw you, and stuff you probably grew up on the uh andy kaufman jerry lawler feud. oh absolutely one of the greatest feuds ever See, yeah, we were just talking about that the other day. His uh, his birthday was earlier this past Mm -hmm. week. Yeah, been a big fan for for several years and uh, uh, loved how he just drew the heat like crazy heat. Andy Kaufman was one of a kind, and and you know, as a wrestler, you know, I appreciate all the mainstream stuff that Andy Kaufman brought to the professional wrestling game. Right, you know, um, you know what him and what him and Lawler did together was 
at that time unheard of and you know it's it's pretty awesome you know it made me a believer and you know i i was already a wrestling fan so yeah i didn't i didn't see those channels growing up oh yeah i just saw the uh, nwa and uh, uh wwf back then mm-hmm. but i saw the slap on letterman <laughs> oh yeah and just could not believe my eyes he slapped him right out of that chair uh-huh. and for years i thought these guys really hated each other it was real it yeah. real gn didn't it yeah sure did and that's what pro wrestling is yeah that's what pro wrestling you is. keep coming back to southern wrestling i wanted you mentioned the word real uh-huh. that commitment to re- reality that southern wrestling is so known for how much of that carries over into how you wrestle today all of it and and you know uh, realism is hard to come by. Everybody, I mean, let's be honest. Everybody knows what pro wrestling is. Mm-hmm. Have known for a long time. And yeah, have known for a long time. And you know, if 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 you can master the art of of the connection and and pulling, you know, just giving that little sliver of a doubt, then you you've got it licked. And no matter what you do in the ring, you know, if 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 you can, if you if you can cause that little doubt, no matter what you do, you know wrestling fans will get behind you and believe mm-hmm. in anything that you do. It's just the way it goes. What's uh, what's your favorite match you've had at OVW? Um, at OVW, give me OVW and then give me all time. <clears throat> at OVW, my favorite match. I have a lot. I can't really pin that down, Jackman. Honestly, I've had a lot of really good, fun, hard hitting. You know, it, it. You know, as a guy that's been around, the fan reactions are what makes the best matches. Mm-hmm. The fan reactions, and I, the fan reactions here at OVW are, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if they can get any higher. I, I feel like you know there are times that the roof blows off this place. I feel like. Uh, at Christmas Chaos, when me and Shira won those tag team championships, yeah. Yeah. golly, yeah, I I didn't think I didn't you know I didn't think we were gonna have a roof left. I mean, <laughs> you know, it just depends on you know, as far as as people that I, I've wrestled, I've wrestled everybody, and, and I have special moments wrestling with with everybody. So you know, I can't really tell you a a, a specific a specific favorite. You know, I could tell you what a favorite would be if the time came. What would it be? That sounds interesting. You all really don't know. I you really know. can't. I want to hear it. I want to hear it from your mouth. You want to hear it from my mouth. So you do know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've just if ever if ever Al Snow felt mm. the need to get back in a ring again. Perfect. One more. Yeah. I I would it would, I would love that. This that place would, would be, lose it. You think so? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> At Christmas would, chaos, would lose it. the crowd lost their shit when you guys won. They did. And yeah. that was by far the biggest pop of the night. I can only imagine what it would be like if Al jumped in the ring with you guys in some program or some kind it of would capacity. Be, it would be pretty awesome. You know, that would be bucket list stuff. Sure. But on, on a side note, you said outside of OVW, I have actually been in a tag match against Al Snow. Really? And wow. it was it was pretty amazing. I had a good time. He was tagging with 
he was tagging up in Wisconsin with a, a CBS News anchor up there, <laughs> and it was when I was tagging with Little Dimes. Oh yeah, okay, we yeah. Were doing, we yeah. were doing the bankroll thing, and we had actually there was another tag team from up there. I, I can't remember their names, but uh, and we were actually in a in a three way match, and I got to tussle around a little bit with Al Snow. It was pretty cool. You know, it was at a fireman's picnic up there for uh, uh, Dave Hero, so Dave Hero. It, it was pretty awesome. That would have been my guess. Yeah, yeah. We, we've heard a lot about Dave Hero. Yeah. Dave Hero to talk to him is just a little bit. He's a good dude. He's a good he dude. is. Yeah, he very friendly guy. Lo- loves his son, and, and he he's a good dude. Been around a long time. So you've got, you've got almost 30 years in the business. Mm-hmm. What's the furthest you've ever traveled for one show? Oh, Honey, <laughs> um, yeah, Oregon. Uh, a couple reservations in Washington State. Okay. Um, oh, cool. I tried Beautiful to I tried to go to Toronto, Canada, not too long ago, but Canada didn't want me in, so they didn't let me in. Um, yeah. Do you mind probably. if I ask what it's like wrestling on a reservation? It's no different. It's just there's no athletic commission. A reservation is they have their own government. Yeah. You know, Washington, Washington is, a, a you know, it's a high their, – their athletic commission there was, was extremely expensive and very hard to, to get licensed for wrestling okay. and promoting in there. So all the guys there that, that run around the roads, they would go wrestle on a, the, the reservations and stuff. So You might have a little bit of insight into this too. It was – kind of difficult for professional wrestling to exist in Kentucky until not that long ago um not a no not really not under a uh athletic commission it, it was really easy when when in, back in 1995 96 97 mm-hmm. there was an athletic commission but it didn't matter right you could do whatever you wanted you could bleed you could do whatever you wanted it wasn't until said fed that we had talked about earlier uh, you know, kind of threw the rule book out the window and told the athletic commissioner at that time, his name was Jack Kern, mm-hmm. told him to go sit on an egg, you know, in a roundabout sort of way. Sure. Sit on um, a potsy. Yeah, yeah. And that's when they kind of cracked down, hammered down. It took about, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years maybe, and mm-hmm. then they really started squeezing the goose, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, you know, and it, it's never been really hard to run a wrestling show in, in the state of Kentucky. I mean, you have to have a promoter's license. You have to have a wrestling license. You know, if you're going to be within a barrier, there's a six-foot barrier. If you want to be within a barrier, you have to have an event staff if you're not going to do yep. anything. I mean, it's it's not hard if you follow the rules. But, see, I like those rules because mm-hmm. those rules also keep the jokers out. Right. You know, there's there's a lot of play wrestlers out there. And – you know, if, if if you have some semblance of rules, at least they have to work to be a play to be a joker. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You know, it, so it, it kind of deters some of the BS. Well, and that's something that Al touched on when we interviewed him, and he's touched on that in tons of other interviews. Yeah. That OVW tries to play, you know, do it the quote unquote right way. Absolutely. We want you to be in shape. We want you to have the financial, uh, you know, classes. We want you to have the nutritional classes. Absolutely. You know, we want you to be not a wrestler we want you to be this whole full-formed uh individual mm-hmm. how how important do you think that is um for young wrestlers to learn especially because that one that wasn't the case when you broke in um it well that that's one of those lessons that that and that's part of why when al said he had an opportunity for me 
you know, so many years ago. He that was part of you know why I kind of jumped on it. Um, it it's it, because of the mistakes that you know, or what I had to go through. Mm -hmm. it, it's extremely important because make no mistake about it, professional wrestling is it it will kick the shit out of you. It will beat you up. It will grind you mentally and physically till you don't have anything left. And the only way to combat that is by keeping your mind and your body as sharp as possible. Because I, I was always told in professional wrestling that longevity is the key, okay? By default, you know, more people are gonna know who you are. You're, you're gonna be exposed to mm -hmm. many more people, many more fans. You're gonna be able to run many different roads. Um, and the only way that you can do that is if you're still around. Right. You know, you know, if, yeah. and if you have your wits about you. So, you know, it, it, it's extremely important. And, you know, I'm glad that, that OVW has taken the steps to be able to offer all that in the trade school. And, I, and I'm actually stoked to be a part of the trade school, too. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing to have that. I would have never thought that 25, 26, 27 years ago when I broke in that something like that would be available to guys coming in. It's an incredible amount of foresight on OVW and Al's part to yeah. kind of look at this. He talks about everything being a business. Where do you learn to go do your business well? You go right. to school. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And, and that seems to be the that seems to be the the, the thing nowadays and, and yeah, for, for Al and him to put that out there and you know, Al's extreme he's an extremely intelligent guy, man. Do you think that this, the OVW model of a trade school could be replicated elsewhere? Um Mm, probably not, uh, only okay. because of the resources that that OVW has and and what they have. You know, their 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 twenty plus year television yeah. run and and stuff like that. You know, I think the only way it could be replicated is would be from a place that that had sim a similar pedigree. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's not uh, a lot. No, there's not. There's really only one or two. Yeah. You know, and those guys make billions of dollars and probably don't need don't care. Yeah. <laughs> a, a particular trade school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do I it, the only way a place like uh, the only way uh, another place could replicate that is if, you know, they have the pedigree that OVW has because part of that pedigree and that's the way it is with wrestling. Anyway, that pedigree is really what sells that trade school. Yeah. So what does OVW mean to you? Uh it's oh boy uh, uh it's a lot of things it, ovw wears a lot of hats you know first and foremost it, it, it's a it's somewhere that i never thought i i never in a million years before i got here thought that i would be here you know just because of where i come mm -hmm. um i never thought that that i would you know get the opportunity to be mentored by al snow you know, I, like I said, you know, the things that brought me to where I got started in wrestling is a place that that guy started. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a, a fan guy, you know, moment to be able to work. You, sure. know, you know, I never thought I would meet some of the guys that I've been able to meet, uh, do the things that I've been able to do. You know, it, it OVW wears a lot of hats, you know, for me, you know, it it helps pay my bills yeah sure um it 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 helps me regurgitate all the quote-unquote useless crap that my wife says all the useless <laughs> crap that i've learned over the years you know for wrestling or whatever you know it helps me regurgitate that and get that out and uh it it it, it 
keeps me fresh. It gives me a place that I can come work. I, I mean, like I said, it, it it is a lot, you know, to say OVW is my life is not really accurate, but there is, you know, part of my life, OVW is part of my life, you know. Of course, you know, the other part is 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 my wife and children, but, mm-hmm. you know, where I work and, and where I spend my time and where I make my money and, and you know, where I do all my stuff is, is OVW, and, you know, that's that. Cash, I want to thank you and for hanging out with us today. I want to thank Absolutely, your beautiful, Jackie. wonderful wife for hanging out with us today as well. Absolutely, brother. Uh, thank you so much, man. This has been awesome. We really appreciate it. Thank you, folks. And I'm not chopping you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you.